Yeah, man. You know, but the thing about bad Q was funny though. Bad. Very like, funny. Funny dude. I remember bad. he ran down the hallway with my rap book and was rapping my raps out loud in high school. Right, right, right. <laughs> I hated him for that. Yeah, yeah, I don't like yeah. when people read my raps because you're not gonna read it right. Right, right, right. And he Won't running down right. the hallway saying it wrong as fuck on purpose, and he know I'm. Oh, I was in the club, and then I was. And he, I'm chasing him, and he's running so fast I can't catch it. He's rapping my shit, and he's running faster than me right, at the same right, time. Right, right, man. R.P. to Q Stone, man. Yeah, that, man. That's that my nigga dude, was a man. prankster, bro. He used to call me little Iverson when I was little, bro. Yeah, that's right. what I had braids and yeah, little AI, yeah. little Ivo. I said, come on, man. Like he always had nicknames for everybody. He was a cool dude, bro. Shouts out to EQ too, man. He down there in BR doing some real cool shit. He didn't work with Kevin Gates. He didn't did. Uh, y'all heard that Boosie and Yo Gotti cruising. Yep. He did that beat. Yeah, did some stuff for Shaw Glizzy. Down there doing some doing cool shit. Yeah, yeah, I've he seen did a, I seen uh, a video guy. with Twenty Two Savage a couple months ago, and he he producing pretty much all my stuff right now. Like again with the nostalgic thing, like when you when you like like we talking about Q Stone, like I can't. It be songs and beats out here now. I'll be like, damn, I wish I could put Stone on that. Like, yeah, yeah, sound yeah. perfect on this. Mm, and back yeah. then, I used to, we used to have clashes. Like, I used to be like, are you trying to sound like Gucci Man? Like, yeah, you trying yeah. to sound like. And we we used to. I felt like we didn't take the music as serious as each other did. Like, I felt like I was a little more. And when he passed away, like, I had a show at the Ohio Hip Hop Awards uh, stop at One Eye Jackson Dayton. So I tell him and um one of his cats, I'm like, bro, come down here, bring a camera. I'm going to get y'all niggas in, like y'all cameramen. You feel me? Right, right, they right. They get down there. They so drunk, the camera's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dog, what are you supposed to be doing? Like, you got one job. Right, 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 right. We go in the club. He's so drunk, bro. He going up on everybody's show set dancing. I'm like, bro, what? And then somebody, this one made me mad, bro. Jay Lee, GTC's old manager. He come up to me and say, hey, bro, look at your boy. Right, right, right. I told him, this motherfucker go to the stage dancing. <laughs> and but he don't necessarily know Q So now he I'm knowing like They looking at this thing Like he with me you Right feel? right 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 I'm like Look right They call my name To go on stage I turned around This thing and Q I say hey, When I go up there Don't come with me And I just walked to stage <laughs> He was pissed He left You feel e- me EQ Nah Q Star Oh Q Star He was oh, yeah, pissed yeah, 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 He yeah. left So I perform I go back home And we ain't really Talk no more You feel me yeah, yeah, And then yeah. he When he passed away I think he called me Like two days before that He like Man you got a daughter now yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Hey, I got a daughter. He never seen my daughter before. Right, How old right. is your daughter? Five. Five. Her birthday was September fourth. She got the same okay. birthday as Beyonce. Okay. Mm, okay. She gonna think she the shit when she grow up. Cause right, that, right, right. I'm got the same birthday as Beyonce. So how you feel being a dad, man? What man, is, being a dad is like uh, <clears throat> I'm. A, I'm gonna tell y'all some shit that's like <laughs> this is the funniest thing about me being a dad of a daughter. Bro, that shit affects the way you watch porn and everything. <laughs> Seriously, dog. Like, oh, man. for real, bro. Like, I ain't trying to just, you know, but oh, when you just, on, I'm, I'm, bro, I'm going to be real okay. with you. You ask nah, me how nah, it's been. It. Yeah, it's some shit it. that you got to prepare yourself for that you never had to prepare yourself for at all. Everything you scared of people doing to your daughter, you've been doing it to bitches your whole life. Your whole life. Hey, that's why I can't have a little girl. My first piece of pussy, bro, was climbing in her window for two years in a row. Her mom never caught me, ever. Hey, listen, I think and she lived next door to my mom's house. My mom's dogs barking. They know me. They see us. Me. They be quiet. My mom like you, motherfucker. Them dogs know you. I'm gonna catch your motherfucking ass. Soon as you hear, I hear them barking once. They see me. I be like, they stop. I only got a call. I knock straight on the window. Butt ass naked. Open up the blinds. I'm jumping straight in. 
<laughs> I'm so scared of this happening to my kids, bro. Oh, That's why you I can't got have a girl, bro. So far hey, up. Hey, listen. I'm, oh, yeah, burglar bars. <laughs> hey. Burglar bars and cameras <laughs> big and soda. No, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I mean, that's why I think I had a daughter, man. I think I was just like... Hey, man, you was a ladies' man in high school? You know you know that. bro. Hey. You know that, man. It comes with the territory. It comes with it, it, man. But I feel like part of you being a ladies' man and you getting paid back for it is you've did it already. You know what I'm saying? And I I feel like, I don't know, man. I ain't going to let my my, my daughters... I got two girls, bro. And I ain't having no more because I don't want no more. Damn. I ain't rolling my shit no more. I got... Listen, I got a son and a daughter. I'm out the game. You win. You I'm out the game. I'm celebrate like celebrate with <laughs> Beauty and the Beast candle. I'm, I'm holding. I'm, I'm up on the podium, man. I'm like, I'm retired. I'm done. But but for real, like having a daughter is like, it's like having a girlfriend for the rest of your life. Right, right. Like that never goes away. Right, you know right, what I'm right. Saying? Like my daughter think I'm so cool, bro. Nah, man. That's that, and that's like what my daughter. Like, that's how it be. Yeah, that's I put my daughter be, in, right? in, a, in a video. I put her on a song like. She thinks she, like, she think I'm that nigga for real. Right, right, right. And, like, I had my, we had her little birthday party for her, and I walk up to my little nephew. She ain't never seen him before, for real. It's her cousin, but won't be having my, my and that's right, my right. fault, for real. But right. my nephew stared her right there. I walk up to him. He, like, go over there. My daughter, like, don't talk to him like that. He's the king of this whole house. That's my father you talking to right, like that. Right, right, I'm like, man, she, he cool. That's my, she said, but he right, was getting right. smart with you. right. She don't she like like that's it. cool. This I was like, man, I ain't, your mom don't even fucking talk right. about me like that. You just called me the king of this whole house, right, right. You, hey, babe, you heard the fuck she just said? You better you get step right. your game up. Yeah, you, feel? you better get it right. Yeah, call me that's king. how she should look at you, man. Hey, man that's, that's how, how she should. Man. That's and how I know she I got be, so much room to improve as a role model. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know my music ain't the kid friendliest music in the world, right, right. but right, I try right, to make right, sure right. that my vocabulary is wide enough to where if I do say a cuss word, I only say it one time. Like right, one, right. One, if I say fuck, I'm only gonna say fuck one time in this verse. Mm. I'm not right. gonna say fuck you and your motherfucking no. That right there means you ain't got nothing else to say. Right, right. If you say fuck you and your motherfucking, that ain't that ain't it, my nigga. Right, right. Like right. I said something the other day. I said I'm round round with your broad, bet you ain't hip like your thigh bone. Right. That is powerful. Right, right. You have to think about that. Like, your hip is not your thigh bone. Right, you right. You don't even know I'm round around with your bitch right now. Right, and that right. that goes back to, damn, I got a daughter. And right. I'm saying these kind of things. You feel what I'm saying? But right. being a dad is very cool. It keeps you conscious and makes you constantly think about being better. Yeah. Right, 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 right. I can't say this. I can't say that. I got to smoke in this room. I got to close the door up. She can't see this. She can't do, do You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I didn't yeah, have to. Yeah. I didn't always have to filter myself. Right, I right. I used to didn't give a fuck, and, and it helped me. Right, right. <laughs> you do that now, my daughter be like, bro, this shit changes shit. Bro. Once, just, once upon a time, my daughter said, my dad don't got a job. Right, right. Mm-hmm. You can't be saying, I got to do something. Rapping is a job, but right, if right. she don't. You know, associate her that. Her mom yeah. wake up at five in the morning and go to work. We got a call in special. They want to talk to Flam about the conversation. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hey, we can do that. Put on speaker. Got on speaker. <laughs> hey. Go ahead. You on? What's up, bro? Flam, if you don't quit talking about everything, bro. Spit that shit. You got an interview to spit. Spit that <laughs> shit. This black Josh, my nigga. You know how that's we how that's niggas for you. That's Cincinnati Zoo shit I was talking about. <laughs> Where you at, bro? 
I'm a nigga at the house, big ass bottle of him. Man, we in Trotwood. Pull up. You ain't talking about shit. We need that too, boy. Bring the bottle of him right now. Pull up and I'm I'm going crazy. Just pull up with the him. We ain't even doing that for you. We gonna get the him up here. I said, man, he about to spit this shit. The hottest shit ever. Go, man. Spit that shit. Fuck everything. Forget it, man. What you, what you got, yeah, man? Are we going acapella? Yeah, go, yeah, go acapella, man. Get us something. Had a vision. Went and did it. Ten summers I was on the grind. Add it up. Multiply. Doing math, counting dollar signs. Deep thoughts got me out of town. I'm in a whole nother state of mind. Granny died, got cleaned up. Only time you see a winner in a tie. Niggas wishing while we going fishing. I'm in the water trying to hook a line. I ain't waiting on a record deal. My baby's hungry. It's dinner time. Bitch, I gotta get it. I made it before you would give it. I knew not to ask you for nothing. I branded my image and I put myself in position. Now look who be touching the money. Flamborghini, where you going? To the top like right now. Yeah. I caught a wave and they did too, but some accident. Don't pan out When I'm sitting down I stand out My hands on They hands out Fuck a favor When you making paper I'm in the city Trying to make it out Yeah my mind different For real Ten songs one day Black Josh My grind different I'm ill, I'm going in for the kill Talk my shit, can I tell my truth? Vent one time, can I work my move? You the rabbit, I'm the turtle What's the motherfucking circle, what's up? Uh, put the mic down, it's high <laughs> Put the mic down, it's high Put the mic down, it's high Put the mic down, Put the mic down Turn the mic off You can't be Turn the mic off He gonna hang up now, hold on He gonna hang up once the shit start coming through Let's get it, man, let's get it Hold on, man Hey, I powered up my circle, put my people on a paper route. Smoking this gelato, niggas think I signed a paper route. Be careful who you hang around, these niggas tend to flake you out. Know you balling in the game, they hit you low to take you out. I know mm. what's up, went the other way, you'll never slow me down. I'm going up, now we blowing up, this shit a movement now. Resume immaculate, I took it where you never been. Dropped a couple bangers and been shitting on them ever since. I had to keep it cool, but now it's back to being arrogant don't nobody know him bro they name must be irrelevant yeah. <laughs> we could do this all day we didn't come light here for that hey, light the mask bro it's on fire bro we could do this all day not through seven we, just, we didn't come here for that man we want to explain behind the music and that's my nigga man i got i got a lot of love for black josh like that's one nigga that always be like yo you bullshitting you gotta get back with, and and I need that. I always right, appreciate right, when right, people right. be like, "You better than this." Yeah, thanks, Josh, go, for calling. Go, go, man. Thanks for calling, man. You got yeah, yeah, man. He, hey, he bring the, the hen. Bring he, he, the hen. Yeah, bring he, he, the hen. And now go again. He got my man on fire, bro. Man, we gotta shout out everybody in here, man. We got some cool cats, man. The vibe is definitely like Asian zingish. Alex ain't took a wing yet. Hey, I've been looking at that way. Nice. Hey, I ain't gonna lie to you. I've been looking at that way. I've been like, my eyes just hey, like, bro, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know what I'm saying? I don't work there no more. Yeah, let me, let me. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, bro. Black Josh want to call in and just intensify the, the vibe. I, that was cool. But I was, man. what we were really talking about was life. Life, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, the inspiration behind where this shit come from. Like, I feel like I'm a robot with this shit, bro. Like, I don't really have to want to rap to right, be able right, to right. rap. You right, know what I'm right. saying? Like, and it. that's a professional for you. If you call him a fucking say, bro, I need you to do my roof today. Right. I don't give a fuck how you feel. I got this money for you. Where you at? Right. Well, let's do. Well, you know what I'm do, saying? Let's do this, well, because I want to. We we on a we on a good vibe right now. Yeah. But let's let's go to a little commercial break real quick. Got man. to. Let's do that, man. Let's do a little advertisement real quick. All right. Season Kings, man, the coolest motherfucking podcast in the state of Ohio, broadcasting nationwide. Let's get it. Let's get it. 
Yo, man, it's a really special day, man. It's really good, man. We talking to our boy Flam Fever, man. What yes, you think? Really what you think, AB, man? How you feel, man? So far, so good, man. It's it's been a, a great experience, man. Man, you know what I'm saying? He got some new got new videos out, man. Got a new track out, man. Sports Center, man. He got the the one more, man. You know what I'm saying? You want to check that video out, man. It's really good, man. You know, he's really you know, I feel like in the one more, man, he was kind of, you know, he was he was in his bag, man. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, he he yeah. he was he was getting it out there, and I feel like in Sports Center, man, from the production from EQ and, you know, what I'm saying, and, and his delivery on there, man, it was, it, you know, it was it was good, man. It, 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 you know, put me Excellent. in that zone, right? Put me in that zone, right? Vibe. So where can we find your your video at, man? Right. Uh, I'm on Vivo. You can look me up on Vivo. Flam Fever Vivo. Uh, Flam Fever. The YouTube channel is where the one more video is. Um, you can look me up on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. Okay. Streaming sites. Make sure y'all check him out, man. Man, make sure y'all check him out, man. You know what I'm saying? It's always good. Yup. You know what I'm saying? That's the LP, right? So we got Sports Center LP on the way. EP. EP. EP okay. on the way, man. So y'all want to make sure y'all check that out, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, good music to listen to, 937 DYT, man. You know what I'm saying? We repping, man. So, you know what I'm saying? That's what we do, man, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. I mean, let's get it, man. Blah. All right, man, now we back from break, man. What's good, Flam, man? You got a good break in, man? Yeah, man, I got another Stella. <laughs> got another Stella? I'm with whatever. Man, that's what's up, man. What about you, AB, man? You good to go? I got another Stella. I'm definitely good now, man. Man, I got another Stella. I think I broke the seal, but it's all good, man. I'm going to hang I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna hang in there, man. I'm going to be good, man. Yeah. But Yeah, man, so, man, look, give us some of your future projects, man, or some things that you're working you, on, man. What you got well, going, the man? entree right now is SportsCenter. Um, me and EQ decided we're going to try to tap back into the old vibe we used to create back in the garage. Uh, we're working on the EP. It's all, like, high-energy, like, single-driven club okay. Type, okay. type stuff. Um, I'm propping that up with a like a uh, uh, a pre a pregame type vibe. It's a mixtape I'm working on called Power Hour. It's gonna be like in the format of like a radio show, right? Like uh, kind of like new and old stuff. Kind of like just a world based out of the stuff that we doing. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. 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 Into the whole power circle. Exactly. Right? Okay. Exactly. Okay. So uh, yeah, man, just just pushing the Sports Center single. That's gonna be like the first track on the Power Hour joint. I haven't actually announced this on Facebook yet, so. Or nothing really. So the power hour is like this is breaking news right now. Well, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, man, that's, that's, that's this is what that. this type of platform is for. Like, uh, yeah, man, I wanna. I always get a. I'm. I was real big on Lil Wayne squad up. Yup, yup, yup. So like, I can't really get over doing other people's tracks. I mean, I always focused on the original stuff, but I, I really like doing other people's stuff. So we got some cool stuff on there. We did over uh, Migos, Too Hottie, Yo Gotti, Rack It Up, Meek Mill Issues. Uh, Chris Brown pills and automobiles. Okay, know. okay. Not a lot of the newer stuff that's out, and then we kind of like shining some light on some of the stuff that I feel like was was bigger than what it got the attention of being. Some right, stuff right, from right, Fergie right. Gallardo and Barcode and Wingspan Four, and just trying to tie everything together, man, and, and put things on the proper platform to be seen the way we want them to be noticed and looked at. Well, what's your personal? I'm gonna ask you two questions. <clears throat> what's your personal favorite album that you've made, and your personal favorite song that you made? Wow. It's like asking, what's your favorite kid, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> hey, that's a, that's a good analogy, bro. Yeah, it, it, it always goes back to what's your favorite kid. Uh, uh-huh. My favorite project I did might be Dayton Daily News. Um, like, I kind of put myself, a lot of rappers, sometimes we, we rap about things that we might not be doing. Uh-huh. It might be like hindsight or it might be like, you know, secondhand smoke or, you know, something of yep. that nature. But I really put myself in the fire. When I was doing that project, like okay. shootouts, going to jail, yep, like yep, I was yep. doing a lot of like risky shit, and it was like 
it was creepy. But the music came out real good. Um, I think right behind that might be Flamborghini Gallardo, just because I kind of had... Mm-hmm. I, I was just I didn't really care about the standards I just did whatever I wanted yep, yep, yep. my favorite song probably would be it's a toss up between a later record I just put out like a year ago called In the Morning and Text Message okay. Text Message like people still ask me about that song like it's, it's very old but right. My mom kind of inspired it. Like, she had this Faith Evans CD. Like, you remember we used to get the CDs for 99 cents? Like, yeah. 11 CDs for a dollar or something? <laughs> yeah, she yeah, had yeah. that motherfucker ever since that was popping. Through the mail. Me? The shit through yeah, the mail. Literally. Like, that's one of the only ones that still was around. <laughs> it's the Faith Evans. You feel me? So, we sampled the uh, Faith Evans, uh, Won't You Come Over. Yep, yep. Me and EQ did that. And that's, like, one of the reasons why we back working again is because, like, that was my probably my biggest song. And he made it. And he kind of, like, created the whole ambiance of what I wanted for that and I know he can kind of do that now right right so that's that's really why we back working again now so I say nostalgic purposes that's my favorite song but for current reasons I say in the morning can okay. I can I give you mine I would say I think it's up to daily dating daily news okay it's the angel yeah, the angel yeah. man. Look, I that was, was in, deep. Well, you know, but you sent sent that to me when I was in Florida. Yeah, and I remember I had you know my teammates. We were in the car. I think we was like driving to Orlando, man. And I played that. They was like, "Yo, man, like I feel that song because yeah. I, you know, what I'm saying like that. that was, I can't. That, was a, that 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 song was so deep that I wrote. My, I was sitting next to my producer when he was making the beat, and before he had the drums, I had the raps. Right, right, right. Like we just kept playing the sample over and over again. My mom used to like call that song in on the radio all the time, like Angela Winbush Angel. Right, right, right. I like all her stuff. Like she dope. Yeah, that's like I feel the same way. Like Anita Baker. Yeah, Anita Baker, Rapture. man. Shh, Rapture, all that, yeah. man. Like dope. that yo. was like I know I'm like <laughs> I'm 40 in a teenager body, but I used to have sex to that song when I was like yeah. in 11th grade. <laughs> yo, hey, yo, look, you had to. Hey, yo, you it, like throw back, like you know, say back in the 70s, vibe, like, hey, yo, bro, let me like, ask you something, Will. It's a vibe. And maybe I haven't seen this, but. Was niggas back in the day really wearing fishnet beaters? Yes. J- Jamaican style. Oh, bro, like 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 niggas Very from Frankfurt Frankfurt Kingston. What? Your mama made you wear this. <laughs> and, and platforms and all. That. Come on, man. Yeah, was, yo, can was, you imagine? It yo, was a vibe. Think about it. Yo, was, at, we, was we really wearing four, size forty Jabots with twenty eight waist? Yeah, yeah that it was a vibe back then. That's true, man. But yo, yeah, we gonna look at the same. still wearing them shits. Yeah, we gonna look at the same. We look at our old self the same way they used to they, look they, at. They, they, they stuck in different time zone. They got slip backs and fishnet beaters and pelly jackets like pelly pill. Did you have a curl? Yeah, I had a curl. Oh, <laughs> Sean, you had looked, one too. <laughs> my dad had a curl. Y'all was he like, y'all put was... his hat on his head. He'd just sit his hat on his curl. Oh, okay. he couldn't. <laughs> that was the way. That was the way back then, right? It's hat. It's hat. It's hat. Through the hat. Yeah, you right. always got to have your move. His hat would have been. His hat would have been juicy. Like, yeah, <laughs> you got to show your dangle. Right. Right. You got to say no real hard. Nah, nah, nah. Right. You want to know? You want to let people know that you got that 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 whatever that shit is when you say you know your head just bouncing shit. Yeah, I got that. I got that bounce, bro. All right. All right. I work on my shit. Back to the topic. Yeah. No, fam, man, we we really appreciate you, man. And this is a cool uh-huh. thing y'all doing, man. I want to salute y'all again. Like, this is dope. Anything y'all ever need, like, I definitely got y'all. Whether when y'all ever, whenever y'all start breaking records, like, y'all get my shit first for anybody else. This right, is cool true. shit. Like, when I'm listening to y'all in the beginning, like, talk about, and I don't, and I'm not shining the light on the fact that y'all was like 
I don't want to say shitting on because that's bad. But like, you know, diminishing where y'all at yep. to big up where y'all from. Yep. I'm not used to hearing people do that. Yeah, man. Yep. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, yep, yep, it, it yep. felt like I was kind of like in another place. Like, am I hearing what I'm really hearing? Like, I'm, and and it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, like, because people when they, people move to where they move to and they just ad- adopt whatever they do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk like y'all, I'm going to dress like y'all, I'm going to look like y'all, I'm going to rap like y'all, I'm going to do everything like y'all because yeah, I don't right. want to go back home. Right. Young Scooter said on Twitter a, a couple of days ago, he said, a lot of rappers move to Atlanta because they can't go home. Right, right, right. You always should be able to come home. And that's the, the cool part about how y'all bigged up the city in the yeah. beginning of the show. Like, cool thing shit. I always say, man, I never change, bro. Can't nah, change. said it the best, man. I never change. And I'm from Dayton. I will always rap that shit, man. I just gotta have. I gotta have Dayton on my body. Every video I got Dayton on my body somewhere. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a jacket, a hat, a shirt, a building wall, this it has to say Dayton. And I want to be the symbol. If you take that word away, if you see me, it still say Dayton. Nah, and that's the Straight point, up. man. That's what we. That's what we as season kings. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you got to flavor the culture, and the main culture that we're trying to flavor is what DYT man. So, exactly. we want to let everybody know what we like. Yeah, we want everybody know what we like. You know what I'm saying? And I, you know, we don't know where this podcast is gonna take us. You know, it could take us to new heights, right? And we exactly. never forget DYT yeah. Dayton man nine three seven. So also, man, September 29th we got a uh, Power Fridays. I got an event that I throw once every month at uh, One Eye Jacks out by Wright yep. State. Five dollar entry. Got some dope performers on the lineup. Uh, got some cats from Columbus coming down. Some cats from Springfield coming down. Okay. Just trying to 29th? like. Twenty ninth. Yeah, twenty ninth okay. of September, man. Okay. Just trying to kind of hub the city up and get some people coming through here because I feel like that's why it's no opportunities here. Because if we could create them for ourselves, we already have it. If yeah, ain't man. Nobody come in, bro. You go to Columbus, bro, and you'll be in the city and niggas will have a cheeseburger at a lunch table. And they looking at you like, you bitch-ass nigga, you better not ask me for none of my cheeseburger. You go to Columbus, they eating steaks, and they like, you want some steak? Right, right. They don't everybody trying to, everybody trying they're to not eat. scavenging for the opportunities right, like everybody this. Trying you know to what eat. I'm saying? Yep. And it's just, you know, it's about merging. And, and that's why my brand, Power Circle, that's what it's all about. But, like, I consider y'all part of Power Circle. Like, I want to I keep involving pieces that don't do what I do, and I don't do what they do. Mm-hmm. That yeah. way we can help each other out. It, ain't no, it can't never be no competition because I don't make podcasts. Y'all don't rap. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. It's right. all a helping hand situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So let's do that, man. I mean, I think that's that's really good, man. I, you know what I'm saying? I feel like everybody got to put a helping hand in for, for to get that one person. If it's that one person to make it out, then it's open up the floodgates, right? Yeah. The same thing that happened in Atlanta, right? Niggas want to fuck with Atlanta like that. But that one person made it, and then they helped the next man, Grizzly, and then they helped the example. next man. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, there it is, man. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, we want to thank you, uh, you know, for him, man, for, like, really coming in, man, giving us it's your love, perspective, bro. man. Love, and um, I'm sure everybody, I appreciate the conversation, you know what I'm saying, definitely that we had. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, make sure y'all check this out, man. You know, we're going to have the, the clips up, man. We're going to have the video up, man. We're going to have the podcast up. So you want to make sure you take a listen to that and listen to this interview, man, because... You know, something special, man. Jewels, man. Right? Yes, so sir. Power Hour on the way is done right now. I'm dropping it like Beyonce, so I'm not telling y'all when it's coming out. You're just going to have it. And um, Sports Center, the EP, should be out probably around Halloween. I might be in the Oregon with that motherfucker giving your girl in her little Daredevil costume a free CD. <laughs> so you might want to have her on your arm. <laughs> right, right, right. And that's what it is, man. So we appreciate you, man. Right, A.B., man? Shouts out to y'all, man. Shouts out to A.B., shouts out to Jap. Shouts out to Ron Blake. Shouts out to D's Cuts. Shouts out to Dayton, Ohio in general. 
Shouts out to Chances Wallace. Shouts out to Peso. Shouts out to J.O. I mean, I'm, it's, I just can't wait till everybody that I know that's dope, y'all know they dope. For sure, man. For sure, man. that's when it's really going to be lit. You feel me? For yes, sure, sir. man. Let us know, man. And that's what it is, man. We appreciate everybody, you know what I'm saying? Y'all taking a listen, man. You know, we got some more things coming, man, um, in this in this episode. So y'all be easy, man. And make sure y'all keep listening, man. All right, man. We had a really good guest, man, Flam Fever, man. He gave us his perspective on music, man. He gave us some really good insight on his, I guess, creative um, his, his creative mindset, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that was a good thing pretty much, right, A.B.? Yeah, man. It was great, man. We uh, learned some things we... we we didn't think we would, right? Right, right, right. And, um, Definitely did, man. Yeah, it was it was good, man. Yeah, um, I, I respect that interview, man. It was pretty good with him, man. Our very first interview, man. That was that was that was that's what's up, man. But let man, let's get into it, man. So just barbershop talk, you know. I feel like it was barbershop talk at the beginning, man. But you know, it's definitely barbershop talk right now. We cannot let that get, get away, right? Man, man, we have to keep it, man. Barbershop talk, and we got Big Will on the mic. You know what I'm saying? We got, we got Big Will on the mic. We What's got, good? What's good? We got we got Black Tie, man. We got Supreme. We got Trey, man. What's up, man? Y'all looking nervous. Y'all looking... Your, for, your, your, for, your, your forehead is looking a little shiny right now. I'm just saying, man. He's a wild boy. Now, Yo, first of all, man, I want to say thank you all. You, you all have been very hospital. As far as, you know, taking care of us, letting us set up. Um, as far as the food, the drinks, I mean, everything, man. We just want to thank y'all for doing that for us, man. Thank you. No problem, brother. No thank problem, you. man. You know what I'm saying? We see our young brothers trying to do y'all thing, man. You know, any any helping hand we can give, bro, anytime, bro. Mm-hmm. We got you. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate that, man. We definitely appreciate it, man. Oh, he screwed up. Yeah, right, right. Go ahead. Keep going. Go ahead. My fault. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure we straight because, you know what I'm saying, the camera, you know, right, the right. body camera. Yeah, I want to yeah, make sure yeah. you get everybody. You scroll a little bit more, too. But, yeah, man. So, yeah, man. So, you know, Will, what's up, man? See, look, let me, I'll break it down like this. You know, I, I met Will when I was a young pup. <laughs> so, like, when I started hooping, like, Will was the one on the court when I would take a playoff on defense. He'd be like, yo, yo. Jay, what the fuck you doing? And, and I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, yo, who, who is this dude, man? Like, but he, he, you know, the the thing I could respect from day one, Will wanted to make me better as a player, right? He's seen the potential in me, and I definitely appreciate that. You know, so I always looked at him. I don't want to say like it sounds weird if I say, you know, a father figure or some shit like that. But he was like a big bro to me, like a super big, like a like a uncle. I call him like like Uncle Will, like you know what I'm saying? He was like that to me, and uh, you know. He would talk mad shit to me and just be like, stay out of trouble, little nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. But, you know, and then I, I come to the shop. I finally cut when I moved back from Florida. And then I meet everybody else in the shop. And it's been like, all love ever since. Cracking jokes. I'm, I'm a little slow with my jokes. They got, like, the best jokes in the city. I'm going to be I'm gonna be man, honest, man. Hold on. What did you call me when I came? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. He got he jokes, he got he jokes in his pockets. Oh, he called August Arsena. He called A.B. August Arsena, man. They calling me Bow Wow and shit. I'm like, bro, I don't like Bow Wow. Come on, bro. They, they be doing me dirty, man. But it's all love, man. That's what barbershop is all about, right? Yeah, it's all love, baby. It's all love. It's all love. <laughs> I actually miss that, bro. Yeah, man. I mean, you don't get that, man. Trey anyway. might be king, though, man. I think Trey, Trey might got everybody. Well, see, Trey, <laughs> Trey, you know, a person that used to be here, man, they used to go at it all the time, man. 
And it was like fire was just shooting across, man. I'm trying to dodge him. I'm like, yo, man, just don't hit me, man. Just don't come at me, man. You know, I'm just here to get my hair cut. You know what I'm saying? You know, but yeah, man, this is I, I love these cuts, man. Probably the best barbershop that I've ever been to in my life. Um, nice, this is simple fact, have like, to agree, man. yeah, it's, 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 yeah, man, it definitely is like a family atmosphere, man. And and Sean, one thing I I respect about Sean is that he's very consistent, and and who he is. Um, a lot of people don't really realize that that people pay attention to stuff like that, but he is, man, like. You know what I'm saying? He's he gonna cry. He's very consistent, he man. Cry in the car, right? He's gonna cry. <laughs> and you're running a good business, man. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Definitely running a good business, man. Yeah, man. Thank you, sir. <laughs> He's a good dude, man. Sean, yeah. Sean's probably one of the best men I know. He's a good right. chin. Right, 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 <laughs> right. Good dude, good dude. Yeah, got and, strong and I heard Trey. I heard Trey be giving giving cats buckets out here. Oh man, you know, fat Jory. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I do my thing. I do my oh, thing. Man. I do my thing. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. That's that's real deal. Yeah. yeah. Hey man, look, like, you know, what I'm saying, but that's what's up, man. I mean, Will was trying to invite me out, man. I was like, he was like, man, the one you got to watch out for is, is is Trey. So I was like, all right, man, you know. Yeah, we'll we see, man. They underestimate him, man. Every time we go play somewhere, man, uh-huh. it's, you know, it used to just be the, you know, the black dude and the fat dude. Now right, it's right. the old dude and the fat right. dude. And, you know hey. what I'm saying? The fat dude get buckets. <laughs> hey, listen. He gets buckets. Hey, something just came to me, though. It just came to me. Y'all y'all, y'all saying he looked like August Alcina. Y'all was calling me bad wild and shit. Will is Michael Finley. <laughs> That's not the first time I've heard that. Michael Chinley. Michael Chinley. I've been trying to figure out who he looked like. Michael Felly. He played for the Mavs. That's not the first time I heard that. Number four, man. So Michael Finley, he stopped playing basketball and he started cutting hair, giving niggas fades. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was giving niggas fades on the court, but now he's giving niggas fades in the barbershop. Bow so August Alcina got their own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I was sitting here thinking, I was like, man, that's what we do, man. Though, we man. do that, man. That's nah, all, all love, never man. Never get sick of it, man. It's all yeah. love. But let's yeah. get to it, man. Let's, let's get yo. to it, man. So the dating the struggle. Dating mm. struggle, man. So we got about what, thirty minutes, man. So we gotta we gotta jump through these topics. Um, Dayton Public School 1.0 GPA. Yeah, what's up with that, man? man. What's, what's our thoughts? That's that's. Did they, just, did they give up? Did they give up on all of us? I don't think they gave up, man. But it's almost like uh, they didn't. It's it's, it's like that. Yeah, we know these kids are. You know, they want to be athletes, and we know they want to do something. And let's let them play while they're in high school. Let's get a, let's get what we can out of them now, with no regard for the future. That's what I think. Is because you. What, how are you gonna get into any college with a 1.0? That's right. almost setting kids up for like JUCO and you know community college. I mean, exactly. what can you do with that? Mm-hmm. So, yep, yep, exactly. So you got something? Uh, to say I got to play the devil, devil's advocate. <laughs> Go ahead. I know it's been a lot of um, flack on Facebook about it. You know, I, I'm not condoning the 1.0, uh, but my perspective and my um, my other profession. I work for the juvenile court. We deal with a lot of kids with no hope, no futures, and uh, a lot of times these kids don't have, um, they don't have any outlets. You know what I'm okay. saying? These okay. are kids who who don't have a structure. They don't have somebody telling them, turn your homework in, right, right, do right. this. You know, so you know if they're coming home with, <clears throat> you know, 1.5 grade point averages, or you know they, you know these guys aren't making a mark. 
but I've been in a situation. I was a student athlete in, in, in times, and you know, I right, had, right. you know, I had a structure. So I'm not gonna get up here and say I done went through all of this struggle. Right, 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 right. But I had friends, you know, on those football teams who didn't have that, and you know, we had positive males on those teams that were coaches that mm-hmm. would kind of really take these guys in, and you know, you know, this was a lot of time we spent together. So had these guys not had those outlets, you know. Then, no telling, right? you know, tell them where they would be. You know right. what I'm saying? Some of these guys went on, maybe possibly was able to go to junior college and, and put some things together. Maybe these guys, you know, figured something out within, mm. you know, maybe got jobs. Maybe they weren't famous or, or did this, but they had some positive males in their lives for a period of time. So I'm not going to condone the 1.0, but I see how it could be a positive thing coming from, you know, right. what I do and what my perspective has been right, right, right. with the juvenile that's, court. That's pretty good perspective. So, right. I mean, that, that brings up a good point, man. Um, what does that stem to, though, as far as issues in the black community? I mean, I mean, this is Dayton public school we're talking right, about. Right, right, right. So well, what what is the main cause of this issue? Well, I can think of one thing in particular, right, and it's the lack of, Lack of that male, you know, father figure in the homes, right? Right. So what I mean, what do you all think is the the root cause of this, or you know how you brought it up, um, not having that male figure, or I mean, what what is the root cause of this? Well, I mean that 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 that's a heavy topic. I mean, we can mm-hmm. talk days talk, on right, exactly, why, right. of why. You know, I mean, you know, we think about the music that we listen to the. You know, what we're seeing on TV, you know, mm-hmm. there's not shows showing, you know, mom and dads, you know, uh, black families in love, that type right. of thing. You don't see that. You know, right. we see, you know, um, people throwing beers and, and, you know, exploiting each other. Right, you know, right. we, could, we could talk days about that. But, you know, my thing is <clears throat> basically just just really having, um, you know, a positive outlet for these guys, you know, in, in extracurricular. Yeah. And that was my only perspective with it. You okay. know, I, I can't really give it. There's really, there's really no answer for, you know, what, right, right, right. you know, what the, the reason or why, right. you know, we, we don't have fathers in the home, you know. Yeah. But do you think that, to that. that affects this specific topic we're talking about is a lack of father, you know, Absolutely. a lack of you know that is that's a that's 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 one of the main problems. But you know we well, we can't identify a problem and think that you know we're gonna solve it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, we gotta yeah, yeah. we gotta figure out where we go from here. You yeah. know what you know what, what things we can add to you know to kind of bridge those gaps. You yeah. know. Well, I think I think too, man. I mean, like I think it's part of that plays a perspective to it. But I also think that it's a lack of discipline um, within our community, right? Like, I mean, if you really honestly think about it, it's like, you know, you're going to let your kids settle for a 1.0. And then it's it's not that a father's not there. It's also that the mother's not there as well. Why kids fell below that threshold, right? They don't got nobody pushing them. And a lot of these kids are just angry, man. Like, if you think about it, they go to school and they're like, I don't want to sit in class and try to get this certain type of GPA or think I'm going to go to college, man. I'm already fighting against the odds. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, man, really, like, think about it. Some of the kids you went to school with, man, like, some of the shit, you don't really even know what they really going through. I agree. Like, they going through some stuff at home, man. A shit like a grown-ass man like me couldn't go through. So, like, you know what I mean? So, they, they like, I ain't trying to worry about school. You know what I mean? So, like, 
I mean, I mean, I, I think a little bit of that plays into it, and I think that, but I think it's, it's the school system's fault. In terms of you want to have a 1.0, like what are you going to, what are you doing for them at the end of the day? I think a little bit of money got to play into it mm-hmm. as well, because they like, hey, we got a really good athlete. I want him to play so people can come watch him. Yeah, right now. You want right him, now. You want him to play right now so you can get all you can out of him right now. So what about his future? So what'd you call that exploitation? I, I, man, I would just call that like, for real. You got some people that's in leadership, that's in day post schools that just they're not leaders. Yeah. Cause like I'm I'm not gonna lie. If I was somebody in that position, I'm like no. At one point, no, no. The school's just gonna suck. Like you know what I'm saying? Like because then that's like rewarding them to get bad grades. Yeah. Like yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna settling right. Yeah. You're settling for it. Yeah, you just got a D average boy going to suit up. Like no, that ain't that's cool. No, nah, that's not, not cool, cool, man. That's not cool. And I and I think a lot of I think there should even be a petition on that, man. Like somebody should like like man stop that. Like you know because then these kids like. Like in, in life, man. Like, come on. Like, we all know. Like, the rules of life. You do. You do some fucked up stuff. You got. You, you got to pay the consequence. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's not paying the consequence. You telling them like, hey, you can, you can get the worst. You can get three Fs and two Ds, and you can still play basketball. Start. Or football. Yeah, and start and be the man and be praised by everybody. Like, it should be a privilege, right? Too. It should be a privilege. They ain't doing that in suburbs. Yeah, they're not doing that in Centerville and all that. It, it's it's by design. It's like yo, keep these dudes being dumb, and as we continue to build, and it's like man, somebody got to see that man. But I mean, I could be wrong. Who knows? You no, know, I and I think the only way you really uh, counter that is, uh, I think each school or each coach or, you know, you got to say, hey man, well, you know, that's what the school system say, but you can't play for me unless you got a two point oh or mm-hmm. you know right, something right, else. You right. gotta you gotta take it upon yourself because I mean, you, the thing that really pisses me off about all that is. A lot of these guys are gonna be fathers, right? And you right. got somebody that barely had a, a one point something, and you want them to, you know, you barely, you barely getting educated, and now you got to be somebody's dad, man. I mean, that's that's a messed up, a whole messed up game you playing right there. You already starting two steps behind. You starting a trend, exactly. You're starting so, a trend. That's what it is. Trend, so right, right. and right. Then, so you you got to know that these guys are this, the future. is what's really gonna play, you know, be the most important thing. So a one point no, it's not gonna help you in any facet of life. It's not, man. Saying you gotta you gotta want more, so I think that individually, like maybe the coaches or maybe the athletic directors say, you know, they bump it up at least a one point eight. Come on, man, like something else besides that. Like, give give you something to go for, like a one point. You a one point all you can do is show up and eat lunch. You can get a one point oh. I didn't even know one point oh was possible. Honestly, <laughs> 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 used to be what two point oh or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah two point oh, yeah. man. Like. I mean that's ridiculous, man. I mean like really think about that, man. Like you pretty much you setting everybody up, up for failure. You're giving up. And yeah, you're giving up. Is, well, I feel what that's doing. I think it's taking the focus off education major. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm at one point oh, okay. I'm gonna go go to school, do nothing, just like Will said, go eat lunch. You know, that way the kids are not focusing on what they need to be focusing on. They graduate and end up dead end jobs, things of that nature. A lot of times we focus on so much negative stuff, we're not really highlighting some of the positive stories that happen, too. Because my man Darius right here, college graduate, mm-hmm. doing his thing, engineer. So, I mean, those stories, you, we never hear about. We never hear about them, yeah, right. We're right. constantly talking about the negative stuff, which is, you know, we have to do that, too, to get to the positive. But right, right. at the end of the day, it's not a balance. Right, right. So, and as you said earlier, you touched on as far as the fathers in the home. That makes a big difference. But at the end of the day, we don't have a lot of positive black males, period. Right, right. It starts in the home, but at the end of the day, you don't see it. Right, you don't see it. It starts in the home, but 
when you come to the barbershop, we got to be that, that that light, too, for the right, young kids. Right, right, right. Because they're looking at, we the old heads now. Mm-hmm. I mean, right, you know, right. speaking for me and Will and other barbers, but at the end of the day, they need more positive influences. Because as you said, we don't know what's going on in their home life. A lot of these kids go to school not eating nothing. Right, right, they can't, right. I mean, what kids you know, 13, 14 years old, going to focus on doing homework when they're starving all night? Right. So, right, so many right. different aspects of the young black male's life, you know, and that we don't know about. And on top of that, when you're in the media, you see all these black kids getting killed. I mean, these kids are walking around scared that they might not make it home. And the parents are thinking the same thing while sitting at home. So, I mean, it's, just, it's so much stuff that I think the young black male, even young black people in general, have to worry about on a day-to-day basis that's affecting everything. And then when it gets to the education, they're just making it easier for, for, for them to, you know, succeed in something. Right, right. By dealing with the 1.0. I mean, granted, we know it's, it's, it's ridiculous. But at the end of the day, that kid that that, that that can go home and not have nothing to eat or, you know, may not have that shelter, you know, hey, I can get a 1.0, at least I'm, I can do this. Right, I might, right, I might right. be able to do this. Right, You right. know, but which, it, which it's so many different things. Like you said, we can talk about that for, for years. Right, right. So that's just my, um, you know, point of view on it. It's just sad, man. Just yeah. The struggle. Yeah, it's, you know it's, I mean? it's really sad. And, yeah. Nah, man, it's crazy. I mean, like, once you really think about it, I mean, like, I mean, it's like it's, it's going to, everything is going back in full circle, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you start to progress and then you get knocked back. And so, like, I mean, like, parents shouldn't be happy about that. Like, if you're something like, man, I get to play, but I got a 1.1. Like, yo, like, I'm slapping my kid in the back of the neck, yeah. bro. You don't like, get to play in my house. Man, it ain't my, my son will be playing for Dunbar this year, and he is not a 1.0. If you have a 1.0, I don't care about that. You had to have a 2.5 to play at my house. So, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah, how it is. Yeah, that's you know? how it should be. And his grades are always high in basketball season. I don't get that, but you know <laughs> keep him up all the time. Right, right, right. I mean, it's real, man. I mean, like, and I think that's one of the things that just add to, to dating, especially, like, on the, you know, African-American side. Um, or minority side in dating, like because to me, man, in dating they try to they try to limit, especially black males. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you, you just limited at times. It's not making up an excuse, but America in general, man. Right, right. It's 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 hard for us, period, man. And if you don't have that right structure, like like Jeremiah was mentioning, um, you know, it's it's hard. You don't know what you don't know, right? Right, yeah. right. So it's hard, man. And um dating dating public schools, man, we, we gotta do better. That's No, we that's definitely do, man. We that's definitely do. I mean, even Trywood. I I read uh yeah, I it was two days ago. Trywood and uh, Jefferson, Jefferson Township scored the lowest in the whole state, right? In the whole yeah. state. In the whole state. Both of them. I thought Trouble was doing okay. You know what I'm saying? But one of the baddest football teams ever. Right. And my cousin is a starting quarterback for Trouble High School, too, right now. So. In the state of Ohio? Oh, that's bad, man. Like, that, like, to me, man, like, come on, man. Whoever's leadership, man, be competitive about that shit, man. Like, don't be like, you know, you see that shit happen. Like, man, I'd be pissed. Like, man, this is my district. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and these kids is failing miserably. Like, You know what I mean? But, I mean, I don't know, man. I think that's something that people need, everybody need to collectively stand up and be like, all right, man, like, it's not cool to be that way. Yeah. Like, that's almost, like, same thing, like, you know, to touch on this real quick, I'm not to get off topic, but, you know, like, Black Lives Matter, right? Mm-hmm. My only beef with Black Lives Matter is that it's not consistent to me because 
Black Lives Matter stands up like if a cop or something like that. I get it. Cops supposed to protect us, shouldn't kill us. But you got to do the same thing when Joe Blow kills whoever, mm-hmm. right? You kind of got to be like, all right, we marching for that. You almost got to make that feel so uncomfortable that people is like, I mean, I ain't going to do that. So it's the same thing with, like, going to school, right? Like, you can't, like, people should make you feel so uncomfortable. Like, man, you got a 1.0, man. Like, come on, man. Like, everybody should make you be like, like, man, like, don't hang with dude, man. He, he, want, he want 0.0 standard. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Make you really want to step it up. But if you make that seem cool, then why, why change anything? Like, if I'm a kid, why change anything? And then... You go work. You go work somewhere. Like you know, what I'm saying after you finish school, you don't have no admirations to get better. Like everybody, everybody sitting here wanted to be better at something, right? And that's why you didn't settle to do the norm. Being a barber is not is not normal. Like a lot of motherfuckers is not gonna go sit down for hours and learn how to cut hair. Like you know, what I'm saying that's not normal. Y'all got license. Like you know, what I'm saying like. But everybody else is like, I'm gonna take the easy route. I'm gonna go work for like Bear or something like that, or I'm gonna go back in the day. I'm gonna go work for GM or something like that. You know, because everybody did that. Yeah. Yeah. It's safe. It's safe. It's a safe. It's a safe. You, know, you don't got to try hard to do it. Like, it's, like what we supervisors. Mm-hmm. A lot of people out those jobs, the only thing they do is push a button and swipe. Like, you know what I mean? And they ain't trying to do nothing better than that. Like, they ain't not trying to better themselves. So, I don't know, man. Like, it's, it's interesting. We mentioned it earlier, though, um, as far as, you know, being barbers, um, the type of people or kids you see come in. Um, how important is the the black barbershop to the community? How important is that? I know it's kind of an opening question, but and and to answer that too, I want to direct this at Sean too, like answer his question. But why did you want to start a barbershop as well? Well, actually, well, I'll start with Jeremiah's question. Okay. Uh, I've always, uh, you know, had a desire to cut my. 46 right now. I've been cutting since I was 12 years old. Okay, okay. So it was just something that was in my blood. I used to cut. I got six brothers and sisters. Used to cut their hair. And it just started out as a hobby at first. Then I started cutting the football team in high school, things of that nature. I mm-hmm. worked a few jobs, but then, you know, my heart was with the barber. So I went yep, back to yep. school, got my license, okay. worked at two or three, I think two barber shops, you know, as a, um, a worker, basically. And the Lord finally blessed me to actually own my own, okay. you know, hired a few great people. Mm-hmm. Great barbers. Definitely. I can't say enough about these cats. But uh, to answer your question, the barbershop in the black community is is it's just as important as being a parent almost. Because mm-hmm. we got we got all kinds of young cats that come in here. You know, even their parents come in here. They feel safe when their kids come in here and they leave us. You know, a lot of moms drop their kids mm-hmm. off, especially the young males. Because nine times out of ten, you always see the woman bring the boy in. Mm-hmm. The dad ain't never around. Right, right. So that right, right there is an eye opener. So it's yeah. almost like we take that position to be, I guess you could say, a father figure to a lot of these kids. Right, right. So I mean, we kind of you know try to keep them on a straight and narrow. I mean, there's only so much we can do with the short period of time we spend with them. Right, right. But I think we make a lasting impact based on the things we say to them. Mm-hmm. And, and, and something I want to say too, man. I think a lot of men get scared when people say father figure. They kind of like, yo, I don't, mm-hmm. I ain't nobody's father, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't. And but so, that's like, definitely a role, though. Yeah, but, I don't it's a, mind that. but it's a role that people should embrace, though. Like, you I know agree. what I'm saying? Like, cause I like when I like when young kids come to me and they ask me, like, man, how did you do that? Or man, like, what did you? Mm-hmm. Because I needed that, you know. Yeah. Like I spoke earlier, you know, about Will. Like, you know what I'm saying? My thing was, you know, I didn't, I didn't never have a father in my life, so my thing was just like, man, somebody kind of getting on me. That little bit of moment mm-hmm. at the Y, where it's like, 
Yo, man, what are you doing, man? Come on, man, step it up, man. Man, you shooting too much, man. Why are you not playing defense? And it was like, man, who is this dude? And at, fr- and at first I was kind of like, you know, like a, a, a little ghetto dude. Like, man, who is this? But I appreciate that, like, at mm-hmm. the time. At, in the same sense, it's mm-hmm. like, man, like, all right, okay, I'm going to go play harder defense this time. Like, you know what I mean? And I think a lot of young men want that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so for a man to be like, man, I ain't, I ain't nobody's father. But you don't got to be his father, but just be a role model, right? There's no wrong with that, you know? So... It you know, definitely comes with territory. Yeah, right? and a lot of times I think these particular days, the the social media is just running everybody's household, mm-hmm. all the way from the parents to the children. Right. So right. at the end of the day, it's like it's hard to compete with that. Right. 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 I mean, you can go to dinner with your family and ain't nobody talking to each other. Everybody look everybody at the phone. Got their heads down. I right. mean, it's just it's such a different <laughs> world, man. It's like it's, I mean, it's 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 amazing to see sometimes that we right, came right. to this point. And it's really, I mean, there's only so much we can do, but pray about the situation because at the end of the day, I mean, everybody, 90% of people just, it's all about the phone, all about social media. Exactly, right. That's all it's about. So, I mean, that's just my point of view on it. But at the end of the day, the the barbershop, I think is very, very, very important part of the black community. Mm -hmm. I just hope, you know, these guys stick with us. We stick together. We We stay in the same shop or go elsewhere. They create their own. As long as we're doing on the same page, you know, to focus on the people that come in here. Because at the end of the day, Everything we do really is for everybody that comes in here. I right, mean, right. hopefully everybody you know benefits from what we do. Right, you know, right. Even the barbers and the community. So yeah, that's yeah. basically my yeah. thing behind it. So. Right, 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 right. Well, shoot, man. I mean, I believe we are pretty, pretty important, man. But it's I, I've never seen anything like this. Like you know, guys come in just to get a cut, and they leave with like self esteem. They leave with like, you know, they, you know, happy that they came in. They leave, they, you know, they came in. They might have been, you know, sad that they to get laugh, right. get a laugh, and you know, they feel better. You know, I, that's the one thing that I love about the job, and I can't see myself doing anything else but this until mm-hmm. I die. Is that, you know, I make people happy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, I might crack a joke, I might give some advice, I might just tell them, man, I love you. You know, right, right, right. and uh, you know, it's just all about. Just being, you know, a good guy, man. Being, you know, holding yourself and holding your clients accountable for what they say they're gonna do. If you come in and say, "Man, I'm gonna make the basketball team," well, you can't just talk about it. You gotta, well, I'm gonna tell you what you need to do to make it. Uh, you can't come in saying you're gonna make, you know, get a 3.0, and then you know you don't do anything about it. I, you know, us as barbers, and I, you know, I know Sean is big on this. We, uh, we hold people accountable, and the other way around, man. I can't sit up here and tell you to be a good man and I'm not, you know, trying to be a good man. So it's the other way around. Being a barber has taught me that I need to be well, you know who I say I am. If I'm telling you something, I need to be that same way. So, you know, right, we're, right. we're we're important, man, but you know, I think uh sometimes people just need to come somewhere and, and vent and some, you know, and this is the place, especially for a black man because at, before I start working here, man, I mean, maybe when I got around my brothers or some good friends, I might have let it all hang out. But when I start working here, man, I mean, you start talking to a client and, you know, y'all start talking about something that y'all both been through. And next thing you know, you know, he might be sitting in a chair crying, you know, to bleed his heart out to you because he ain't nobody else to talk to. So, you know, we, we, we have a very pivotal job in the black community, man. That We, we, right, we right. just, you know, we, we counselors. Almost like oh, psychologists, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was that was the next yeah. word about to come yeah. on yeah. out. Yeah. Psychologists, you know. A black man's country club, yeah. especially what they say, go out, get your feelings. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like, uh, let your feelings go. We come in here, have a good time. Cause I'm the youngest in the shop, so how old are you? 26. 26. Okay. So, 
I got I got a couple of clients that's around my age, a little bit younger. So I see them all as like little brothers or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, me personally, I want to see myself as like a father figure. I don't have any kids, but like say it was somebody coming here younger. Like I got a little dude broke. that um, that wants to be a barber, and I've been knowing this dude since like eighth grade. Mm-hmm. So I I know so I shoot him little tips here and there, but it's not like I'm trying to sun him. It's like I'm trying to. Be yeah, like big a bro. big brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's how I see it as, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Somewhere you come, chill. Some cats don't even come get a haircut sometimes. It's probably just one come see us, crack jokes, and dip. Mm-hmm. So it just, yep, yep. it's just somewhere to go where you can just be you, basically. Yep. That's how I, I always looked at my barber, man. Uh, I don't know if y'all know him, man. He work at Immaculate Styles in Trotwood. Mm-hmm. Mike Williams. You yeah, know Mike? Yeah, I know Mike. He can cut good, my hair good forever, Good guy, man. good guy. Yeah, that's my dude, man. I've, I've always looked at him like a big brother. You know, somebody to vent to, somebody, you know, I can tell anything to, and I know strictly between me and him, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's the same thing with me and, me and this guy, Will, right here, man. Like, I mean, I know Will used to see me, you know, I used to come in a chair, man. It was like two years, three years ago or something like that. I'd be in this chair, and I'd be like, man, dude, I'm like, bro, I got to talk to you, man. He's like, man, and his friend would be like, what's up? Like, what's up? Like, you know what I mean? So... I mean, I think all men, like, we all need barbers, man. I mean, I think I think it's good to go and get that conversation, man. And, and it's crazy how almost every single barber is open to have a conversation with you, man. And, uh, and I almost feel like that's required for the job. Like, you can't be a mute. Like, you know what I'm saying? Be a barber, right? It's it just feel weird. I mean, it's an intimate thing to do, right? That's what I was talking to him about as far as, you know, letting another man touch your face. And, you know what I mean? Like that, to me at least, like... I don't want nobody touching me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that's that's definitely something you you work on, right? That re, that relationship. So, um, big up to you guys and what you do, you know, for the community. Um, you know, just meeting you guys today, man. It's it's been been great, man. I, I really appreciate the love you all have shown us and um, appreciate right, that, right, right. You know, you know, Yes, nah, sir. got me clean today. I, I needed a cut, so uh. no, nah, I definitely appreciate the love, man. I mean, like, it's good, man. I think it's it's good that we can all express ourselves this way, because um, a lot of black men we don't express ourselves, man. And really, man, I think it's good to to leave it at this, AB, man. Uh, I think it's good, man. I think it's good to really leave it at this, man. And, you know what I'm saying? I wanna I wanna just thank everybody. Um, for y'all letting, letting us have this event, man, and letting us be able to do this at these cuts, man. And, you know, doing this at these cuts, man. And uh, we really appreciate y'all giving us the time and the space to be able to talk to y'all and be able to invite guests and do this, man. We definitely got to do this again, man. We definitely. Most yeah. definitely. No question, definitely brother. No too. question. Man, we got to we gotta make this a thing, man. Like, you know, so like these cuts, man, season kings, man, and, and let's get it going, man. You know what I'm saying? So. We appreciate y'all, man. These cuts, season kings. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, so, what, so what we say, AB? Positive seasoning. Yeah, man. Positive season, man. Let's get All that, right. man. Let's do it, man. Um, we, and we do make, it right now? Yeah, man. We can do it right now, man. All right. So at the end of every show, we uh, we try to end it with, you know, positive seasoning. Uh, I know sometimes we kind of go off on subjects and, um, you know, kind of go away from being positive. We might talk about things that, you know, people are uncomfortable with. Um, but we always want to end it on a positive note. So uh, 
for those of you that's listening right now, uh, I'm kind of just going off the top of my head right now. Uh, as far as your community, uh, barbers, um, you know, thank you all for for the the work that you do for the community, not just at these cuts, but you know, immaculate styles. Like I said, Mike Williams, uh, you know, kid over there, uh, those guys over there are great guys as well. Um, you know, keep doing what you're doing, positive, positive, positively influence. You know, our community, our young black men. Um, and, you know, just point them in the right direction, man. You know, um, I don't know if you want to elaborate on that or... Yeah, man, point them in the right direction. man. A lot of times the youth, um, musical artists, athletes, you know, they they need direction, man. And um, I think that's what, you know, like I said, we're not trying to be father figures, but we're trying to be figures where we help the youth, right, and people behind us to help them catch up. Because we, I, I, I would hate to see a kid that's 15 years old, and I'm 28, or a kid that's eight years old, and I'm 28 years old. 28, 20 years later from now, they in the same predicament that I, you know, that maybe I'm in that I could have helped them improve. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? See them in that same spot when I'm 48 years old or something like that. So, and they're 28. You know, we can definitely help people get better. Um, we can change lives. You know, barbers out there, keep doing y'all thing, man. You know, um, these cuts, keep doing y'all thing. Keep influencing the culture. Straight up. Um, that's what we here for, man. Season Kings, man. We, we put flavor on the culture, man. And that's what everybody got to do it, man. Do it for the culture and better each and every each and everybody, man. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. And, everybody. and get better, no man. No matter what race you are, right? We we always try to make sure that's a point as well. You know, we Yo. don't just want to be tracked on one thing, but just every race, man, just – you know, positively influence everybody, man. Right, right, right. Right. And with that note, man, you know, we appreciate everybody coming, man. Season Kings, keep flavoring the culture, man. Got anything? Any last words? We out. I mean, I'll be easy. Oh, wait a minute. Will got something to say. I want to thank y'all, man, for coming here, man. I appreciate y'all. And Jeremiah, it's been a pleasure watching you grow up, man. I just want to tell you that, man. man, I love you, bro. I love you too, man. Uncle, nephew, whatever you want to call it. Hey, (laughs) I love you to death, man. And I want to see y'all go real far with this thing, bro. I love y'all to death, man. I hope y'all take this from the floor to the moon. For sure, man. Appreciate that. I second that. (laughs) Jeremiah, appreciate you, man. August, we appreciate you, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. This is a beautiful situation, man. This is a beautiful situation, man. At the end of the day, as you said, man, positively influence everybody, no matter what race you are. Love y'all guys, man. Thanks again. Love you too, man. Thank All you. All right, man. Y'all Thank be you. easy, man. Season Kings, we out. Blah. Blah.